are very welcome back to Spin Air Skull. This is a brand new show that gives Leaving Certs the opportunity to chat all about what we're calling the Leaving Cert Saga 2021. Delighted right now to be joined on the show by Stephanie Preisner, an author, a columnist, an influencer, and a one-stop shop for COVID guideline advice. I don't think you're going to find anyone more blunt than Stephanie to tell you what you can and you can't <laughs> do at the moment. Stephanie, thank you so much for joining us on Spin Air Skull. Thanks for having me, Louise. Yeah, I think people think that I am the COVID police, but I'm not. Like, I don't care what you do. You're just asking me, can you do something? I'm metabolizing the rules and being like, no, not according to the rules. If you want to be sticking to the rules, you can't do that. I've heard you say, Stephanie, that uh, if you didn't become an author and a writer, you would have loved to be a guard. And, you know, I think that you missed your calling there. I definitely did. I love rules. I like them being black and white. I like this. And you can see in the pandemic, like as the waves have come and gone and gone back and forth, people do not like uncertainty. People are much like people are happy to abide by the rules once they know what they are. And when there's unclear guidance given, it really unsettles people, which is why I really feel for the leaving sites right now, because there is so little clarity on what is going on. And I think either way, if the if the pen fell left or right, predicted grades or real exams we can all cope when we know what is happening and that is why I really struggle at the moment with my sympathy for the leaving search because there's no guidance as we speak now you know these things change hourly but as I'm being interviewed here by you now there is no guidance and it must be a very insecure place for students and I know for a fact I wouldn't have uh, survived in that environment without knowing what was in store. It's bizarre. Like, I mean, as it stands this week, the CAO deadline was Monday, yet we don't know what format of leaving cert exam the students are going to sit. It's absolutely mad. It is. It's it's not great. But I think what it does indicate is that there is a perceived normality in the future where, you know, your college 2021 incoming class will proceed as usual. So I think it would have been alarming if the CAO had been postponed or changed because it would have betrayed a level of uncertainty that expands far beyond where we are now. But I think students can take solace in the fact that the CAO has passed or is, you know, you always have to just get on board. You always have time to change your mind. But that, you know, there's so much out of our control right now, but there are things that we can control. And that is our kind of, our plans for the future and I would encourage people to like take time now to like really think okay COVID aside like what do I want to do what would be my dream job because in school we feel like there is only one route to those things but the reality is that there are very many routes and I hated when people used to say that when I was in Leaving Cert because you're faced with this big roadblock the Leaving Cert and people keep telling you oh there's loads of ways to get to your career and it took me 15 years to find out what I it's not helpful when you have the leaving search in front of you and you have to do that in order to get open all these possibilities. So I'm not saying ignore the leaving search. It's a load of bull and it doesn't matter anyway. Of course it matters. It's a huge exam. It's the biggest exam you're ever going to do. It's certainly the biggest exam you've ever done to date. It's worrying you. It's stressing you out. Um, Those are all normal things. You'd be bizarre if you didn't feel the pressure of it. But you have to remember that at the centre of it, you are... Uh, like a human person that has value you are you're an asset to the world you're going to bring you're going to bring huge things to the world as an adult you're not maybe you're not going to invent a vaccine for covid maybe you're not going to find a cure for cancer but your life your contribution to the world is going to make a huge difference even if it's just you work in a shop and you pay tax your tax is going to 
serve the people of this country to form what this country is going to be you are a valuable person and you need to start investing in yourself and seeing yourself as part of a, a as a bigger thing and you are not just your leaving set results so yes they're a huge thing but they are not the making or breaking of you can we talk about your leaving cert, stephanie was it a stressful yeah. time for you yeah it was a really stressful time for me i'm someone who still um, puts too much emphasis on my inte- intellect and my intelligence i'm still someone who feels like if I don't know something, that's like people are going to look down on me for that. I have a really big fear of of sounding stupid, and um, the, the the sort of flip side of that is that um, when I am when my ego gets involved, or I'm trying to, I'm I'm try, if I'm being a bit mean, or I'm trying to feel like I'm better than someone, how it how it comes out is I, I'll I'll use bigger words, or I'll try to I'll try to outdo the person intellectually. So those that's a character defect of mine, which is something that I'm always aware of and I always try to control but it, it's there and it comes from the fact that I was in a schooling system as every Irish student listening to this is that values a particular type of intellect that values a particular way of learning and you know school let's say if it's a race we're all the finish line is the same for all of us and we're all judged on our time in how long it takes us to run that lap and unfortunately some people are better at running than others and it's unfairly weighted. The leavings are just unfairly weighted to people who are good at learning things off by heart. And there is a way to hack the leaving search. You know, there are things that you can just learn. If you have a good short-term memory, you can read the book the night before, be able to retain it and spew it out. And that is just really unfortunate for people who, who, who don't, um, who don't work in that way. But I think the good thing is that people who don't work in that way tend to or or let me say it the other way the people who are really good at that end up going into careers where that is valued so if you don't learn that way you probably won't go into a career where you will thrive under those conditions you will find your tribe of people who also learn in your way probably in a in an area or industry that doesn't need you to learn off facts and regurgitate them this is the part that's really annoying for leaving certs to hear but you don't need to do the degree in the thing the job that you think you end up wanting. Do you know what I mean? And and particularly for journalism or media, it's about like the university that you go to or the college or the the way that you get in and and and, and demonstrating that you are into those things, joining the clubs and socks and all that kind of stuff and writing for the college newspaper. Again, I didn't do any of that. I hated college. It wasn't for me. I thought I did my leaving cert and um I did drama and theatre studies. Um, after that, I got my leaving cert results. I got four ninety five, and then I got two papers rechecked, and I came up to five fifteen. Um, that was something that I did for my ego. I didn't need the points, but I also felt it was unfair that things had been miscalculated. So I stand by that. Um, and and I went to college because everybody went to college at that time. Like doing an apprenticeship was frowned at. PLC courses weren't something that was an option for me. It was the Celtic Tiger. Everyone went to college. And I went and I hated it. I hated the atmosphere of college. I hated the parties. I didn't like going to clubs and socks. I'm kind of an introvert. Um I, I don't like loud groups and crowds and all that kind of stuff. And I I I really, really struggled in college. I loved the course, but there weren't that many hours in the course. I want, you know, on rag week there's this tradition that like no one shows up for lectures but I showed up for all my lectures and the lecturers were like annoyed with me for showing up and I was like hang on a second like I'm here because I want to learn like teach me and so I got bored then so I took on another language because I wanted to actually be doing something with my time so I really struggled with that sort of like 
free spirited you only have three hours a week I hated it um and yeah. if I had my time back I probably wouldn't go because I don't I, I I think the benefits didn't outweigh the negatives that I got for sure well we've got four actually really vocal students who are taking part in this project with us and uh, they've been incredible ambassadors for leaving certs across the country in fact speaking of politics and journalism they could all get a job right now with any national media outlet they're just unreal but uh, they have left me a few questions so I'll quickly ask you two of the best if that's okay Stephanie Um, and one that I love and I don't know what year you did your leaving cert but I can't imagine English has changed much so you probably will be able to give an answer to this but uh, this is subject specific and specific to English paper one and the question is should I write an essay or a short story my teacher keeps on telling me not to do a short story and is pushing for everyone to do an essay so there's this myth that short stories are the hardest thing to crack and anyone can write a long story but there's but there's there's an art to the short story and probably what has happened is that your teacher when they were in school or when they were they weren't great at telling short stories they didn't have a teacher who taught them how to do it and so they don't feel best placed to teach you how to do it the the thing is what sparks your imagination paper one is just about writing something that someone who is examining you is in going to enjoy reading do you have a short story a short story needs to be a moment in time so what I like to say about short stories and it's the difference between like I guess it's the difference between like a film and a scene right short stories are like an experience of solidarity that you can compare to like someone that you meet very briefly who you think about you know someone you might meet on a bus on one journey and you find yourself thinking about them for months afterwards or someone you met on holidays whereas like a long story or a novel is about seeing how each character develops over a long period or a lifetime or all the things that happen to them for several generations and all of the stuff that goes on in their life but if you have a story that is about a moment in time that captures just just a snapshot it's the difference between a photograph and a video then write a short story but make sure that there is that that moment is all wrapped up within the story and if you have one moment that you want to describe then go for the short story but otherwise make an essay that would be my advice yeah well said okay well I think that certainly answers that question I'll ask one more really quick English specific question and then we have a more generic one to finish if that's okay Stephanie any tips for learning Shakespeare quotes by heart dot 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 any songs question mark I presume that means any songs to help so uh, Shakespeare Shakespeare's written in iambic pentameter it's a very rhythmical thing I find if you walk um, you, if you walk you'll get the rhythm of it rather than sitting there because like you if you can beat it out it's da 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 depending on you know depending on the, on the verse um i studied hamlet and um like i i still know obviously the very famous one is to be or not to be so it's to be or not to be that is the question and that is the rhythm of all of the stuff so you know if if you have rhythm and then there are people who don't have rhythm who don't like music who don't dance naturally we all know those kind of people and for them it's going to be really difficult and that is just repetition 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 um i don't put things into songs because sometimes then i can't remember the things that i've replaced it with and i only remember the original song and it doesn't help me so that is my it's just beat it out find a rhythm and walk around while you're saying it and it'll get the rhythm will kind of get into you easier 
That's a really good, that's a really good tip. I know I'd be the same. I'd be inside writing my Shakespeare answers, singing Dua Lipa's Levitating. Like, what was I trying yeah. to achieve again? Um, really good, Stephanie. And the final question, I guess, is just a nice one to wrap things up on. Uh, what advice would you give your 17-year-old self, presuming you were 17, doing your Leaving Cert? I probably wouldn't bother because at 17, I wouldn't have taken it. Like, loads of people gave me advice when I was 17. And I didn't take it. And I would advise you to, like, don't listen to me. Don't listen to the advice of other people. You, unfortunately, if people listen to advice, no one ever, like, for example, I was in a relationship with an older man once. And uh, the reason it didn't work was because he had done the things that I was about to do and he could see how they were going to go for me work-wise, you know? He was like, well, that's, and I was like, I need to, I need to do these things and fail at them. So the reason that people ask for advice is because they want to know the best way to do something but unfortunately sweetheart whoever's asking this question you're going to have to learn for yourself and you are going to make mistakes and you're going to make poor decisions and they're going to make you the man that you're going to be and they're going to be part of you and they're going to hurt like hell and you're going to get your heart broken and you're going to be punching punch bags trying to get your frustrations in the world out but that's your little journey and it's really important and so I think I wouldn't give myself advice at 17 because my 17 year old self was well able to find her own way and he'll be well able to find his own way as well and if he has specific questions about you know he gets to a crossroad and he goes listen is is tesco left or right then there'll be someone there who knows where tesco is when you ask a specific question but you can't be asking people like i'm going to need to go to tesco in 2023 where should i go you don't know where you'll be so you don't need to know right now but just know that you're going to be okay in true Stephanie Prisner style, that was the perfect blunt answer. <laughs> I don't want to I give, you, give advice. you any advice. Spinner Skull with Louise. <laughs>